podcast. I'm Sir John Kircher. Um, it's been a while since I've dropped an episode. Uh, from the time of recording this, it's been 16 days since my last episode came out. But that was a real hoot and holler, so I mean, didn't really owe you much after that. Because uh, I actually got an interview for once. Um, woohoo. Uh, yeah, one or two per season is enough for me, I guess. They're, quite, they're actually quite hard to get. But anyway, um, today's episode is a slightly stranger one. I'm t- actually talking about the British monarchy, something I hate doing, because I hate the British monarchy. But um, we're talking about what will happen if the Queen dies, because this year the Queen has turned 95, and 95 is pretty old, if you don't know. So I think it's probably going to be any minute now that the Queen dies, and then there's going to be some weird stuff going to happen, which I'm going to explain in this episode. But first, you have to listen to my intro music, because I actually spend a lot of time finding this music, so I'm going to make you listen to it as much as I have to. So now that you've suffered through my cancerous intro music, um, I don't really know how it goes, I don't actually really listen to these episodes that much, um, let's get into the real meaty chunk of the episode. So. First I'm going to do a bit of context about the Queen. Um, the Queen is descended from the House of Saxe-Coburg, who are a German dynasty who were descended from the House of Hanover, who ruled the German state of Hanover and the German Confederacy, one of the biggest ones in the north. Um, the House of Hanover and House of Saxe-Coburg were interrelated to a bunch of the other important uh, dynasties of Europe, um, including the Swedish dynasty, um, the Norwegian dynasty, the Dutch dynasty, the Russian dynasty, the French dynasty, until they all got, you know, snippy-stiffied. Uh, the Russian dynasty until they all got, they, you know, pew-pewed by um, the Bolsheviks and uh, uh, big man Lenin. And they're, so, uh, just an interesting thought. They could have actually ended up being a European powerhouse instead of being a colonial powerhouse if things had gone differently. They could have ended up just owning all of Northern Europe if they hadn't set their sights on expanding to other continents and doing the whole slavery thing, which is much fun. Um, So the House of Hanover began with King George I, and then there was George II, George III, George IV. George III was notable for his, you know, losing America thing. and not being a great leader. George the Fourth was pretty famous for uh not not much. Uh and they were controversial because they were German and there was a strong anti German sentiment among the population at the time because they thought, why is a foreign dynasty ruling our country? Rightfully so, I guess. Um so then, when we get to the House of Saxe-Coburg, they changed their name to the House of Windsor in 1907. Uh, the first ruler of the House of Saxe-Coburg, or House of Windsor, is uh, Queen Victoria, who ruled from 1819 until 1901, the second longest reign of any queen, I believe, or any, any monarch, I believe, of the UK. Uh, she expanded the empire massively and was famous for the whole, you know, child labour thing where kids worked in factories and stuff, and the Industrial Revolution. Um, in 1901, we got Edward VII, uh, a fun guy who didn't really do much. He died in 1910. And in 1910, we got George V, who did both world wars, or no, he did the First World War and then died shortly before the second one. 
Um, he was notable because I believe he was the one that was a Nazi sympathizer. I can't remember which one was a Nazi sympathizer, but one of the king's brothers was definitely closely tied to the Nazis. Um, in 1936, we got Edward the Edward the Eighth, who ruled for like not even a full year because he abdicated so he can marry his wife, who was divorced twice. So it was like a big deal because you're not meant to do that in the royal family. So he had to abdicate if he wanted to marry her. And then he passed on to his brother, George VI, who did the Second World War. Um, he's famous for the dissolution of the British Raj in World War Two, And, um, yeah, uh, when he died in 52, we got Elizabeth II. So Elizabeth II's reign has been quite long. She's had 13 prime ministers, seven popes, seven archbishops of Canterbury. But actually, lots of her... You, it's, it's arguable that she's actually been pretty useless throughout the reign. You know I obviously don't like the monarchy, I'm a big lefty boy, but um, uh, she hasn't really done much, to be honest. Uh, they just sit around their mansions and stuff. I'm not going to go on a rant, this an episode, it's not a rant. But um, yeah, now let's get on to what happens when she dies. Uh, when the Queen dies, um, her son, I believe it's her son, Charles III. Let's just get onto this family tree again. Where's Charles III? Yeah, so now we're onto the important part of the family tree. Um, Elizabeth II is married to Philip, Philip Duke of Edinburgh. Um, she had a sister called Margaret, but Margaret died in 2002. Um, and therefore it passes on to her son, Charles, Prince of Wales. Prince Charles who has an illegitimate mistress called Camilla. Uh, he had, she also had a daughter called Diana Spencer, but she died in 1997. Um, yeah, so Charles would become King Charles III. Um, he was considering changing his name to George so that he could become King George Seventh, I believe, because he knew that the previous two King Charleses weren't really great guys. Um, the first one was executed, and the second one came back from the, like, ran away and then came back a few years later and then killed a bunch of people. So, yeah, they have negative connotations of being King Charles, but obviously it would make no sense if he just changed his name. But, yeah, in history a lot of people did that, but that's a sidetrack. Um, Charles III would become king, and there's this whole protocol of how the things would go. I know all these gossip websites like, like the royal family, but I mean, for once I'm actually going into that. Uh, it's a hellscape here. But anyway, um... So the first thing that would happen is there would be like a phone call from the Queen's press secretary to the Prime Minister in order to say something along the lines of London Bridge is down. And then it would come, then there would be a bunch of protocols about what's to do with the body and this would be, eventually it would come out and it would go on the news and then for like 12 days there, there, there are ten days between the death of the Queen and the full state funeral. Um, they also shut down all TV for like ten days, apparently. They put like ten days just full worth of just Queen programs, which would be true hell. Um, yeah, twelve day period of national mourning, which may or may not also be a bank holiday, just so that's fun. Um, but yeah, the UK would lose tons of money because they'd have to remint all their money. It's kind of stupid they put their 
monarchs on the money because it changes every once in a while so they have to reprint all of it and then they'd also lose tons of money because if they make it a bank holiday everyone's not working obviously they lose tons of trade and things go downhill it's like the uk economy can't handle that i guess so it'd be pretty bad um and then yeah that's it charles the third would become king the question is though charles the third is pretty old he, he was born in 48 so the question is what would happen when he dies um so when charles dies it would go to prince william i believe yeah he's the oldest son so you would become william the let's just see what he would become hmm Yeah, so I've got the line of succession up now. Uh, so Queen Elizabeth II, then it would be Charles, Prince of Wales, Charles III. Then it would be Prince George, no, then it would be Prince William, Duke of Cambridge. He would become... Let me just think, William the... the he, I think he would be William the Fourth, but I might be wrong about that. Uh, then it would go to his seven-year, eight-year-old son, Prince George. And then Prince Princess Charlotte. Um, if all of his kids die, it would go to Prince Harry. Uh, but it probably wouldn't now. Actually, he re he renounced his claim to the throne. So, if all of his kids die, if all of Prince William's kids die and Prince William dies, it would probably go to Prince Andrew. But he'd be in prison for pedophilia. So that would cut out him as well. There's actually a pretty big succession crisis if William and his entire family die in a plane crash or something. Um, it would go Charles, then it would go all the way to Prince Edward, He's, who's 11th in line. That's pretty crazy, actually, if you think about it. Like, three entire branches of the royal family just gone. That's mad. Anyways... So, yeah, when the Queen dies, in short, there would be 12 days of national mourning, would lose a bunch of economy money, which we need, um, and it, it would go to Charles III, King Charles III, which would be pretty crazy.